So getting advice off others can be really, really helpful at times. It's very easy to get fixated with our own thought processes, hard to see outside the narrow scope of what we're dealing with. And sometimes it does require a bird's eye view or someone who isn't so connected to the situation to give us exactly the advice that we need. However, we do need to be very careful in who we take advice from, especially when it comes to important things in our life, such as our health and fitness, maybe our careers, maybe our relationships as well. And today I want to go through five people or five sets of people you should not be taking health and fitness advice from. And the first on my list probably doesn't come as a surprise, and that is influencers. And I think it's important to make a distinction between an influencer and a coach here, or especially a fitness influencer and a fitness coach as well. So an influencer specifically is someone who has a large audience who's generally paid to advertise certain things in order to influence you and therefore you buy the product that they're promoting, the brand wins, the influencer wins because they get paid for it and ultimately hopefully the customer depending on what they're selling wins because they get some type of discount code. But that's generally the way it works. But most of the time people who are influencers tend not to be fitness professionals yet they can still promote things like booty tea and detox things and all this other nonsense that they tend to promote. So we want to be really, really careful about whether this person is actually a qualified health and fitness professional and is also worth being wary about that because becoming qualified isn't that difficult. But you just really want to understand where their advice is coming from. Are they trying to sell something all the time? And is their advice and their guidance grounded in something genuine? Are they really trying to help or are they just trying to sell you something? Number two is people who are extremely one-sided. And This does include health and fitness professionals. You'll see those out there who are absolutely obsessed with keto, absolutely obsessed with being vegan, absolutely obsessed with making sure you go outdoors first thing in the morning and put your feet on the bare soil. Like there are people who are very obsessed with certain aspects of health and fitness. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's important for us to have passion. And I think it's important to believe in something. But I do think it's important to be aware that that doesn't work for everyone. And there's rarely a one size fits all. There will be a handful of people out there who keto works for. There'll be plenty of people out there that being a vegan will work for, but that isn't everything. And I find that people who are very single-minded and have this ideology that they really, really stand by, they tend to push it into your face and don't think there's any other way of doing things. And yes, this is a generalization that won't be everyone, but you do want to be mindful of people who are extremely one-sided because as we know, we are all individuals and we need to look for what we can do in the long term, not just the short term. Number three on my list is the government. And not all of their advice is terrible, but some of it is. If you look at the physical activity guidelines, I mean, they are not necessarily bad and they'll be very helpful for someone who's maybe just getting started on a journey. However, we really need to be mindful about how much truth lies within this. We know that when it comes to the government, there is a lot of other things involved in terms of funding, in terms of certain politics and certain policies that are not just in the best service of our health and our well-being, but also in terms of making sure that that system keeps going and we've got to remember that it's probably not 
just our health and well-being that they're thinking about, but a lot of other things are going to be considered as well. And a lot of people might think, well, Elliot, they're informed by scientists. And in a way, there might be some scientific fact to what they are saying. But I would always encourage you to look into it a little bit deeper and also remember that science is to be trusted. But also when we are looking for a specific hypothesis, it's probably quite easy for a scientist to go out and create a study that makes something seem as if it really is actual fact. But if you dug deeper, you would probably find that there's a little bit more nuance to that situation than you first thought. So really bear that in mind, even just to a degree of I'm in Mexico at the moment. And when you go to the supermarkets, there's these stickers on the foods that say excess azucas or excess grasas, which is just excess sugar or excess fat. And when you see that sticker placed on a 70 or 80% organic dark chocolate bar, you realize that there's no nuance, right? There's nothing that's saying, hey, this has got a lot of fat in, but within a macro balanced diet, and when you're monitoring your calories or you know whether they stand, this is actually a really good addition to your diet. There's no nuance. There's just black and white to make things really simple simple, but it is going to miss a lot out. So that's worth being aware of when you're taking your advice solely from the government. And maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. But when your government official does not look like they take care of their health or wellness, it's really hard to take advice from that individual. Even if it's been delivered from scientists who know what they're doing, when it's coming from someone who really isn't listening themselves, it does seem a little bit contradictory, but I digress. Number four is people who are not on the same journey as you. If you said to me that you wanted to get an early night because you wanted to sleep well, train in the morning, and maybe you didn't want to go out for dinner because you wanted to keep on your nutrition plan, I would totally get it. Whereas if you tell someone who has not much interest in health and fitness, let's say, and maybe they're just more interested in other things, and there's nothing wrong with this whatsoever, but they are going to find that quite difficult to understand. They might try to understand, or they might not. <laughs> so you've got to bear that in mind as well. But if that person isn't trying to understand, and they're just living by what their values are, and you start to say things that you want to do with your health and well-being they're simply not going to understand it. And therefore, when you're asking for advice to that person, they may give you advice that they believe to be right, but it's probably not going to be right for you because they just don't have that experience. And like I said, there will be people who will put themselves in your shoes and they'll see that you're committed to something and they'll understand and they'll get it. But it is really hard for someone to get it when they haven't been through it. And those who have will be a little bit more understanding. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule, but if someone's a gym goer, then they're going to get your desire to go to the gym. And there will be people out there who just understand your desire to commit to your goals, but just be mindful about those who are not on the same journey as you because they will have a slightly different perspective. Number five, your friends and your family, especially if their health isn't that great or they're out of shape. It's really, really important to remember this because these people are the ones that usually you'd probably lean on for advice, for guidance, and they're the ones that you would trust the most as well. So all of a sudden to find that they aren't the people that you can lean on for advice in this specific area is quite challenging, especially when they give you unsolicited advice on your eating habits, on your commitments to your training, on your body, which definitely tends to happen. It can be hard because if it hits deep, because these are the people who you have been leaning on for advice, whose 
opinion you really value. But you've just got to remember, just going back to that last point, if they've not been on the journey, they might not understand. And also they know you as a certain version of yourself. And even if the change is going to be a positive one for you, it can be really hard for people to accept. I've said it before, but imagine that you and your friend go to happy hour basically every single week. You're drinking buddies, you're eating buddies, but all of a sudden you've decided actually my health is really important to me and I need to start making an effort. That person has just lost their happy hour buddy, their drinking buddy, their eating buddy. So even if they see that you improving your health and wellness is going to be better for your quality of life, them losing their buddy in those scenarios isn't actually better for them. And we've got to remember that in some ways, whether we like it or not, humans can be selfish and they might just be looking at it through the lens of their needs and also thinking, well, actually I'm having a great time. So they must be having a great time as well. But sometimes it is hard for us to see things from a different perspective and put ourselves in the shoes of others. So you've got to pick the right people to give you advice in certain areas of your life to ensure that it's in your best interest and there isn't any ulterior motive or unintentional motive as well. And it comes back to one of the things that Goldie told us a while ago. If you haven't listened to Goldie's episode, then I'd highly recommend it. I'll put it in the show notes, but she said that she has a fist of five. She thinks of five people and puts them on their hand who provides the laughter in her life, who provides the love, who's the listener, who basically gives her the harsh truth when she needs it. And you got to make sure that you pick out your people within your health and wellness so you can lean on them in times where it gets challenging for advice and trust that that advice is coming from a good place and an experienced place as well. So I hope that helped team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.